Hello, and welcome to the Brooks Talk Podcast. My name is Ryan Kelleher, and today I'm lucky enough to be joined by Brooks legend, Roberta Crump Burbank. Mrs. Crump Burbank is the athletic director here currently, and she's retiring at the end of the year. I just wanted to start out today by congratulating you on your retirement and an absolutely amazing career uh, here at Brooks. Uh, and, I mean, the work you've done here is everlasting, and, I mean, your con contributions, uh, they won't be forgotten anytime soon. So, just starting out, can you just okay. tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, so, yeah, I, um, well, I was born and grew up in Mexico City. Uh, came away to the States to go to college when I was 17. Uh, spent four years in Pennsylvania and then a year in Massachusetts. And at that point, I had to decide whether I was going to go back to Mexico or sort of stay in this country. And, um, you know, uh, my father told me, you know, you should try it out for a while. Um, and that was a long time ago. And so, obviously, uh, I've been here ever since, or at least in this country ever since. So, um, And I guess, how did you come to work here? How did you first start working here? So I spent my summers at a, uh, through, through my last two years of high school and in college at a summer camp in Maine, an overnight camp in Maine, and through... My friends at camp learned about independent schools, which I, I didn't know about. And when I was, again, when I was trying to figure out what to do after uh, sort of uh, grad school, my friends from camp said you should look into, you know, independent schools, in particular boarding schools. And so I did. Uh, and then um, my first job was actually in Indiana at Culver Military Academy. I spent two years out there. And then I spent four years at Faith School in Southboro, and then two years in Maryland at a school called Oldfields, um, and then came here. So, um, yeah. Uh, so I know currently you're the athletic director, but prior to that, I know you you were a co-chair at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, can you tell me a little bit about that? Like, what, what did you coach? Um, so when I came, I was I came as sort of a teacher. I taught Spanish. I lived in the dorm, and I coached. Uh, I first coached uh, field hockey and in the fall, and then lacrosse in the spring. Uh, that winter, uh, I sort of started helping out. I was a little not bored, but uh, didn't have much to do in the afternoons, and so I started helping out with the basketball team, and ended up spending uh, pretty much that season with them, uh, and then. So and coached that team for the longest. I coached the basketball team for 20 years, and then uh, in the spring, as soon as the opportunity came to move to softball, I moved from lacrosse to softball, which was a sport I felt more comfortable with. I grew up playing a lot of softball, and that was uh, more fun. Uh, what, in your opinion, what's been, what was the best part about coaching here? Um, well, it, it was very different. It, not very different in those days, but there were certainly things that were different in those days. But I think the best thing always is, and I've always thought this about afternoon activities, and it's very similar to camp, is that you're you're spending time with, with a group of kids that uh, really enjoy the activity they're doing, right? Very few kids. I've been fortunate enough to coach uh, varsity teams that the kids are there because they want to be there. They're there and they want to work hard and they want to improve and they want to get better. And so the combination of just working working with with kids, with working with kids in something that they enjoy, um, you know, and are motivated to improve in is always sort of fun, you know, and makes makes that part easy. Uh, so now, I mean, what you're most known for, at least now around Brooks, is being the athletic director. From your coaching career to becoming the athletic director, do you think, coaching kind of helped you prepare for the role as the athletic director? Um, yeah, I, I, I would think that I, I'd say there's a lot of things that prepared me for this. 
Uh, coaching is certainly one of them. I think what it, it does is it allows you to understand where coaches are coming from. I think some of our, our best coaches, um, I don't want to say can be the most demanding, but <laughs> but they're the coaches that, that know what they want and know how they want it and are very particular. Uh, and sometimes that can be a little frustrating, but at the same time, you always got to understand that they're coming because they know what's best for their team and what they want what's best for their team. And so to be able to put yourself in their shoes is always makes it easier to understand where people are coming from. And so coaching allows you to, having coached has allowed me to do that. Um, uh, how long have you been the athletic director here? Seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Uh, and in those seven years, what have you enjoyed most about being the athletic director? Um, I think the the job um, previous to those seven years, I was the director of the summer programs for 20 years, um, which was a job I really, really enjoyed for a lot of reasons. But uh, when I first started in that program, I, I was spending most of my time working with young adults, um, mostly high school and, and college-aged kids as counselors who were working with younger kids. So when people, when I first made that transition, people asked me if I missed teaching, and the answer was no, because what I was doing was mostly was teaching young kids how to work with even younger kids, you know, and, and that, um, you know, that was really fun. But as the summer programs grew and we went from one program to two to three to four, my responsibilities became much more administrative. So during the last several years I was working in the summer programs, all my interactions were, um, you know, with adults uh, and around administrative duties. And I was like really one step removed from working with students or kids, which is what, um, you know, uh, motivates me the most. And so being able to come back into this role, now I was working with students again, you know, high school age kids. And that's actually the most fun, you know, parents and other adults. I can take them or leave them. Uh, the, the students are the ones that, that uh, you know, that are fun to be around. In your time as the athletic director, what surprised you the most, do you think? I think, uh, what people don't expect, okay? So people would say to me, like when they knew I was going to take on this role, some people would say, you know, aren't you nervous about having to deal with parents, uh, you know, or all the hassles that I was going to sort of encounter. Uh, and I'll, I'll say two things. Number one is our parents are good for the most part, you know, certainly. Uh, most of our parents, when they complain, they have a reason to complain. You know, you don't have parents, you know, you hear nightmare stories from other schools, and I was going to say I don't have very many of those stories. Um, but I think the one thing that surprised me the most was the camaraderie um, amongst the athletic directors. I think right now the group of people that I rely on the most, the people group uh, that are that are I've gotten to know the best, that are the most supportive in my role, are the athletic directors of all the other ISL schools, which I, it never even crossed my mind. But uh, if something comes up, that's the first group of people I think of going to. Um, you know, there's no, if something happens either at our school or their school with our team, with another team, you always feel comfortable reaching out to them because, you know, because we're all in the same job, right? And we've all come across the same things. Uh, and it's just a very collegial, supportive group of, you know, professionals that, that I really enjoy working with, which I didn't expect at all.
Yeah, uh, and I guess now, what do you think you'll miss most about being the athletic director specifically here at Brooks? I think it's it's going to sound cliche, but I guess it's the people, right? I mean, uh, and, and you know, again, I just talked about the ISL athletic directors. They've become very good friends of mine. I think just um, you know, being around uh, the students is what you're going to miss the most. Um, you know, sort of the the high, the best part of the day for me is like right around three fifteen between 3.15 and 3.45 when this place is a circus. Like right now it's pretty quiet. You know, you can get a lot of work done. You can, you know, do what you have to do. But the fun part is sort of at 3.15 when kids start coming in and you can get out and you walk around and you can talk to people and find out how their days are gone, how they've been doing, what they're looking forward to. You can check out who's in the training room, you know. Um, just sort of being around people is, is, I think, especially what I'm looking forward to to in retirement I'm not going to be around <laughs> a lot of people like this and so that that's going to be the biggest change I think uh, obviously we have so many different options for sports here and uh, there's so many uh, seasons and different things you can do mm -hmm. have you had any favorite like teams or specific seasons here um, I wouldn't I, I don't think there's any favorite team I mean there's favorite moments from different teams uh, and and each season is um, is different, right? The fall, the fall, and for many people is the best, just because I think uh, when people return in September, everyone's excited to be back at school. No one's taken any tests. No one's <laughs> has a lot of papers due, uh, but you know everyone's excited to be back. The weather's nice. You know, there's a lot of people competing in the fall, and, and you know those Saturdays when all the teams are at the same place are just—it's hard to beat on a nice fall day. You know, the winter's different, where everyone's sort of indoors, but then at the same time, you know, you're right here, right, and I can go from wrestling to basketball to hockey within seconds, right. Um, the days are longer; it's dark outside, but uh, I think it, it's a different vibe. And then the spring. People are all over the place, right? You yeah. know, and it's a different. It's a di so each season has its pros and cons. Um, but the other thing about it is, I think that once you get to once you've been in season like two and a half months, it, it's ready to move on. You know, and even you know, because it, it, it's hard to maintain that sort of uh, high level of competition and, and uh, you know just uh, focus for that long a time. So when one season some coming to an end and the other one starting, people are ready, and so. It's good that way. Uh, and I guess more specifically, either from your coaching career or your athletic directing career, do you have any favorite either like moments, wins, games, something like that? Are there any that stick out to you? Um, uh, I think the last game I coached, uh, I'll always remember. We we were playing for the uh, the NEPSAC championship against Worcester Academy at Worcester Academy. Um, and it was a team, uh, um, you know, it was a pretty special team of, of some very skilled athletes. None of them happened to be basketball players, but they were very skilled athletes uh, and who knew how to compete. And, and it was about, oh, we were playing St. George's, sorry, not uh, Worcester, but we were playing St. George's, who we had already lost to in, in earlier in the season. You know, and it, it was a hard-fought game. And at one point at halftime, you know, two of the captains came to me and said, "Just can we just do this on our own almost? Like, can we sort of 
we know what we need to do. We'll get it done if you trust us, you know. And I said, fine, go make my life easy. I can sit back and watch, right? Um, and they went out and beat them, you know. Um, you know, and so just just to watch kids sort of, you know, take ownership and, uh, you know, thinking that, you know, the little part that I took in preparing them to, for them to be able to do that, um, you know, was pretty special. It was a great way to sort of uh, step away as well, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, but, you know, I, I think for me as an athletic, that it's different from as a coach, as an athletic director. As an athletic director, the highlights of what I've seen here are, are probably not the ones that other ones people would think are, are really exciting. But, like, when I see a kid um, take up wrestling that's never wrestled, you know, and find a passion and be successful, that, that to me is really exciting. It's, it really makes me, makes my day. Yeah. Uh, and now, I guess, transferring over to a more broader spectrum Brooks in general, what do you think makes it such a special place to be an athlete? Um, I think the, f I think a couple of things. I think the fact that we're a small school, where we need to have people, we need to have students who are willing to compete in multiple seasons and contribute to multiple teams, makes it different. Um, just because we're sort of all in this together, right? And I think uh, what that does is, it, it, number one, it provides tremendous mentorship and leadership, you know, sort of models for our younger students to follow. Um, you know, it, but also it allows our teams to be more successful. Like if you compete with someone in the fall and their first sport is, is say, let's field hockey, but then you're competing again with them in the winter, maybe they're not as good in the winter, but yet you know them, you trust them, you know you can depend on them, which is, to me, the mental part of the game is much more, um, it, it, it's just as important as the physical part of the game and sometimes makes a bigger difference. Like you can have the most skilled people in the world and if they don't get along, if they don't trust each other, if they don't like being together, they're not going to be successful. Um, and yet on the other hand, you can take a group of, of kids who are, you know, motivated, like each other, want to be together, are working together for the same goal and, and, and sort of exceed the expectation. Uh, and we do that across multiple sports um, the girls do it mostly around three sports but we have a lot of boys that also participate in two sports and, and you know it, it helps you know it makes it you know you know what you're dealing with you you've got your buddies out there playing games with and what else could be better than that yeah uh, over all your years here what do you think has changed the most I guess in ISL sports or just sports in general well um, a lot <laughs> uh, ISL sports, uh, this is how long I've been here, I think. When I started, uh, Rivers was an, an all-boys school um, that hadn't gone co-ed. And because um, it went co-ed early on, I, I never lost a single game to Rivers. Not because I, we were so good. But they were that you know, mm -hmm. but they were brand new at it, brand new with girls, um, and so, so you know that has changed. But that's little. I mean, I, I think now about going back and trying to coach field hockey that I coached my first season here. The equipment's different. The rules are different. The level of play is different. Um, when I first 
can you could take a good athlete and make him a reasonable basketball player. That's really, really hard to do now. That you know, you can do it at the JV level. You can't do it at the varsity level. You used to be able to do it at the varsity level. Um, you know, I there weren't NEPSAC championships when I first started. Um, you know, uh, you know, it's just. I mean, I think it's grown the way sports has grown in society. Um, you know, I think for right now, I think the ISL at least has a good grasp on things, is trying to hold on to the old values. Uh, it's harder and harder to do, but I mean, I think it's, it's um, you know, it's very different, you know. Uh, what kids expect is different. What parents expect out of coaches is different. Like, I coached three varsity sports in one year. There's no way uh, people could do it now. I could, you know, at the end of the field hockey season, I could put the book away pull out the basketball scorebook, you know, and start basketball the next day and not have to worry about field hockey till next fall. You can't do that anymore. Do you have any advice for Brooks athletes in the future now? Just um, I, I would say for athletes here or for even students who don't think they're athletes is, is just, and I think our students say this all the time as well, you hear it in chapel speeches, but uh, don't be afraid to take that risk. Don't be afraid to try something new, uh, something different. Um, you know, because I think the rewards far outnumber the, you know, whatever uh, bad consequences could come of it. You know, I think it, it's not always easy, but I think, uh, you know, just stay engaged and stay involved. I mean, I think it, you there's all sorts of stories, and you've seen some of them this year, you know, Nomar. Um, you know, who came as a basketball player and is now going off to play football, you know, and it's because he was willing to take a risk, you know. But I think the best part of it for most of our kids and most of our student-athletes is the memories they have of sports here at Brooks are in many ways going to be more, not valuable to them, but, but it's different than college. College is, is, is not, you know, it's not as friendly oftentimes yeah. as high school is. Uh, and now looking ahead to your future, what what do you have planned in the coming years? Um, so I'm moving to New Hampshire. Um, we have a it's a, a town called Loudon, which is about an hour from here. Uh, we have a, a log cabin up there that we've been trying to get ready uh, to retire in. Um, you know, my husband will still work down in this area, so he'll still be coming back, going back and forth. I do have a couple of projects, both for uh, the school as it tries to prepare for the centennial that's coming up. We, we uh, Our records, our athletic records are not in as organized a fashion as, as I would, as we would like to see them so that we can get information we're looking for quickly. So uh, it's sort of a, uh, something that I've been trying to do for seven years and haven't found the time. So now in retirement, I think it'll keep, it'll sort of keep me busy and out of trouble. But otherwise, um, just take some time to move and unpack and, and see what, what comes next. I mean, um, I don't know. It's been a long, I've been working for a long time, and, and so uh, not sure what, what waking up and not having to do something is going to look like. Yeah, obviously it's hard to predict what, what the future will hold, but yeah. uh, do you, will we still see you around at any of the games, you think? I, I would assume so, mm -hmm. as I say. You know, um, you know, I've lived here 38 years. My son was born and grew up here. 
uh, and is still, I mean, I think for both him and my husband, you know, this is very much home. Um, you know, both of them work with, for Squash Busters, so they're on campus a lot, so you'll probably see them around a lot more than than me. Um, but, you know, certainly, you know, I think you have, you know, you've made relationships over time, you know, it, and it's hard just to step away and not, especially being so close. It's not like I'm yeah. moving to the other part of the country, you yeah, so. And I guess lastly here, Mrs. Hines is taking over mm -hmm. the job next year. What what do you think about that? Do you have any advice for her? Um, I, yeah, advice is, is just, um, you know, enjoy it. I mean, make the most of it. I mean, I think there's, yeah, I think, you know, when you get up in the morning, you can look at what you have to do in two different ways. You know, one, you can be all bummed out because you have a lot of work. And another way to look at it is say, okay, I, this is, you know, I'm pretty fortunate to be in this position to be working at the school with all these kids. And so, you know, it's not all fun and games, but there's a lot of fun and games out there, so just make the most of it. I mean, I think uh, there'll, there'll be a steep learning curve. You know, I think it's, um, I think some of my other jobs prepared me well for this job that, and some of the, you know, just administrative skills and stuff like that, but uh, she'll, she'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> it's not that bad. And um, I think she'll find a lot of support within, let say, the league and within the school, so I think she'll be okay. Um, closing out here, is, any, is there anything else you want to say? Go for it. Uh. Um, you know, I, I think one of, one, of the, <laughs> one of the things I'll say is that when I made this decision, um, you know, it, it, you don't, you, you know, one of the reasons I did it is because I wanted to finish as strong, try to finish as strong as I had started, you know, and, and I am getting older and a little more weary. Um, you know, and, and just, uh, you, you know, I, I, as I say, I, I hope that people, not people, I think what, uh, the, the adults, um, you know, you can't forget why you do the things that you do or why you choose to, um, you know, to work with kids and and just to keep that at the core of, of, of your decision making and who you are. Know why you're doing what you're doing. and. Um, it's just, you know, it's been, you know, the school has given me and my family so much over the last 38 years um, that it's going to be hard, harder to step away maybe than I thought. You know, I don't, um, but, you know, it, it's, um, I don't know, that that's the hardest question because the more and more you start, you know, trying to, ref you start reflecting right now and it, it's just hard putting into words what, you know how how to put this whole thing experience 38 years into like a couple of things and mm -hmm. have a couple of talks coming up and i'm not looking forward to that so i mean yeah personally thank you just for all you've done and from the broader Brooks community i mean you've changed the school in so many ways you've changed so many people's lives it's incredible and thank you should you. be really proud thank of you. everything you've done and just i guess thank you no yeah. i appreciate that i tell you i've gotten just as much back so i mean i think it, it, that's you know, it's the little things that you get back that I think um, are the ones that mean the most. And, and they come at un unexpected times in unexpected ways, but it's been, I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't love what I was doing. And so I think that's what's going to be the hardest about leaving. So. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to talk to me today. And uh, thank you for listening to the Brooks Talk podcast. I'm Ryan Kelleher. Bye for now.